Welcome to our teaching for this week. This week is a double portion, Tezriya and Metsura. Tezriya means she conceives. Metsura means leper. The portion Tezriya begins by talking about circumcision. Genesis 17:10 NKJV says, This is my covenant which you shall keep, between me and you and your descendants after you, every male child among you shall be circumcised. The word covenant means agreement. Those who want to live in agreement with God should circumcise their male babies. Shaul taught circumcision, Galatians 5:11 NKJV says, And I, brethren, if I still preach circumcision, why do I still suffer persecution? Those who say it is just for the Jews are teaching false doctrine. People have a lot of nerve don't they? They decide for themselves what they want to do and discard any evident truths from the Bible. People may say they believe in God, but they do not follow God and for many people they act as though He has nothing to do with their lives. When I say that God knows us, I mean that God knows if we honor Him and so what He tells us to do. 1 Chronicles 28 9 NKJV says, Know the God of your Father, and serve Him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek Him, He will be found by you but if you forsake Him, He will cast you off forever. It says that if we are loyal to God and seek Him, we will find Him. If we intend to do things our own way, God will cast us away, God will reject you forever. Some say that God knows our heart and that no matter what, we are okay with God. That is not true. If you do not keep His commandments God will reject us. 1 John 3 4 and verse 8 NKJV says, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. Verse 8 says, He who sins is of the devil. It says that those who do not keep the law are sinning and sin is of the devil. God knows us deeply and He knows if we are true to Him or not. Nehemiah 9 6 NKJV says, You alone are the Lord, you have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth and everything on it, the seas and all that is in them and you preserve them all. This verse says a lot. It says there is no other God, He is the Creator, and God preserves everything. Those who follow theology and some other God are following a false God. Also, some people think that by looking into other religions or belief systems, they can improve their thinking. They are looking into false belief systems. The God of the Bible is the one true God. And because He is the God over everything, he can give us truths for life that no one or nothing else can. Jeremiah 10, 10 NKJV says, But the Lord is the true God, He is the living God and the everlasting King. At His wrath the earth will tremble, and the nations will not be able to endure His indignation. Our God is the God over every nation and thing. Will we reject His goodness and His words for life in the Bible? Will we seek the true God and His commandments and do what is right? We share this scripture a lot because people need to know it. Deuteronomy 4 5-6 NKJV says, Surely I have taught you statutes and judgments, just as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should act according to them in the land which you go to possess. Therefore be careful to observe them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes, and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. It makes sense. Since God is the Creator, He knows what is best. 
and He is a good God who cares about mankind and has imparted to mankind the truths we need for life in the Bible. The Bible calls those who do not keep His commandments evil because they live and teach people lies, injustice, and false ideas. If we want what is right and good, we need to follow the true God and not some made-up God. Perhaps one of the greatest secrets in the world is that we follow the true God and Creator of the universe when we understand and apply His Word in the Bible properly. This leads us to conclude these things. God's Word gives us truths for life. Other belief systems may contain some truths, but they are not the ultimate truths for life. Also, other belief systems sometimes teach demonic beliefs like murder and devil spirit possession. God's commandments in the Old Testament portion are for all of mankind and are right and good as is says in Deuteronomy 6 17-18 NKJV. Whatever God says will happen and there is no other belief system that contains the ultimate truths for mankind's future. Those who say there are many ways to God are liars. Those who say God's commandments in the Old Testament portion are done away with are liars. Because He is God, His Word stands forever. Isaiah 48 NKJV says, The Word of our God stands forever. Shaul said in Romans 3:31 NKJV, Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. The law is established and those who say otherwise do not understand Shaul. They are teaching false doctrine. For example, Shaul quotes Deuteronomy in Galatians 3:10. He is quoting Deuteronomy 27:26 NKJV which says, "Cursed is the one who does not confirm all the words of this law by observing them." Then along comes theologians who say that his quote of Deuteronomy 27:26 means that the law is cursed. No, it is the people who do not listen to God who are cursed. These false teachers have no business teaching because they do not understand the Bible properly. We also need to understand that the heretics of the Roman Empire changed the Greek manuscripts to change the truth of God and the Messiah into a Roman religion. For example, they got rid of God's feasts and made their own. One of which is Sunday being the day of rest. These were passed down into Christianity. On Wikipedia for Saul Invictus it says. Constantine decreed, March 7, 321, D.S. Sol E.S., the day of the sun, Sunday, as the Roman day of rest. On the venerable day of the sun let the magistrates and people residing in cities rest, and let all workshops be closed. In the country however persons engaged in agriculture may freely and lawfully continue their pursuits. Some say Yeshua rose from the dead on a Sunday and that is why Sunday is a day of rest. Mary Magdalene saw Yeshua and talked to Yeshua at the tomb early the first day of the week which is our Saturday evening in Jewish reckoning. John 20:16 NKJV says, Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni. Which is to say, Teacher. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, it says the women went to the tomb before sunrise and Yeshua was not there. They are two different accounts. Mark gives both accounts. An angel tells the women in Mark 16 6 NKJV, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Mark 16 9 NKJV says, He appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Yeshua appeared first to Mary Magdalene on our Saturday evening.
Theologians who say we keep Shabbat on Sunday because Yeshua rose on Sunday made that up. Theology and man-made doctrine that denies in any way the true God and His commandments teach false doctrine. Deuteronomy 4:35 NKJV says, To you it was shown, that you might know that the Lord Himself is God, there is none other besides Him. Keep working at putting your spiritual life together. Perhaps we wonder what will happen in life. The best way to live is always God's way. Many people struggle in life. Perhaps one of the major needs in life is to find financial security. Proverbs 13:4 NKJV says, The soul of a lazy man desires, and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. It is simple, you do not get something from nothing. There are people who do not work at developing a job that can provide for them. Those that work hard and develop their abilities often find work in areas that they enjoy. Most everyone can work at something. Sometimes hobbies develop into making a little extra money. I knew a person that besides working at a regular job, he fixed old cars for fun and then sold them. Psalm 128-2 NKJV says, When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Your work shows others what kind of person you are you are also serving others. When you do good work for a company your work helps keep the company going and also provides for the families of the people who work there. Also, because we are believers, what we do reflects on God. Proverbs 16 3 NKJV, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Do your work as though you are working for God. Also, if a person refuses to work, the Bible says they should not eat. This probably refers to a situation where some were not working and not taking care of themselves. 2 Thessalonians 3:10 NKJV says, If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. There is a lot of repetition in life. Enjoy what you do and do not be unnecessarily stressed in life. After I got my job in research for Corning, I was surprised to find out that the job involved a lot of repetition. My project began by researching the options, then testing the options, then applying what you discovered, documenting what you did, and setting a release date. Then begins this process all over again. There is not any job that does not require some repetition. There are some jobs that are more stressful, but by sticking to your plan, you can keep your stress level down. There are also some jobs that require a lot of your time and that can be stressful. I remember working several hours extra on some days because the job needed to get done. By working hard on other days, I was able to get off work on time so that I was not always consumed with long and tedious work days. Isaiah 41 10 NKJV says, Fear not, for I am with you, be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes, I will help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In life we need to learn to trust in God, remain faithful to take care of our families and ourselves, do a great job, give our days to God, and ask Him for His help. After my cousin became a believer, he was called on to go work on a computer system that two men had been trying to fix for 24 hours straight. He prayed and the system got fixed in 10 minutes. That is what God can do when we trust in Him. Sometimes though there is nothing we can do about the demands of our job, and we need to ask God for help and strength to get us through. God can bring joy in life, even when nothing apparent is happening. 
I have heard people talking about winters in life where they feel stuck, where they are not enjoying how things are going. Perhaps that is why my one friend worked on cars. Do not be consumed only with doing the things of life in your hobbies and not have a balanced life with your relationships and your spiritual life. I always take time for prayer and spiritual studies and activities. You will find the greatest satisfaction in life by a strong and well-developed spiritual dedication. 1 Chronicles 16:11 NKJV says, Seek the Lord and His strength, seek His face evermore. Use this scripture to give you strength in life or find your own scriptures. Be strong, be brave, and stand strong in your actions and in faith. Here is more to consider. Some more thoughts for today. Live in God's peace and take comfort in Him. The Hebrew language uses the word for peace when we meet someone and when we leave. This conveys the idea of bringing peace to all we meet and leaving them with shalom when we go from their presence. Isn't that a wonderful concept? We are to be a people who bring peace. God's Word and Ways Bring Peace. Psalm 119-165 NKJV says, Great peace have those who love your law. We are to be at peace. I wish that I bought into that concept more. I remember someone telling me that worry was destroying my uncle's life. He seemed to be doing well, but it eventually caught up to him. He was a very kind and generous person but he couldn't control his anxiety and he ended dying young at least in part as a result of his anxiety. Be strong, do not be broken, be an honor to God. In Isaiah 59 it tells us that God can save us and keep us safe, He is the Almighty God. Some people do not listen to God so why should God turn His face toward them? After all, they are turned away from Him. Their hands do depraved things, they sin. A depraved person has decided they will not do what is right. Their mouth is depraved. They do not want true justice and to do what is right. They don't care about truth, but believe in their lying ways, so, their lives produce evil and are a product of a false thought process. Isaiah 59 1-4 NKJV says. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear but your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perversity. No one calls for justice, nor does any plead for truth. They trust in empty words and speak lies, they conceive evil and bring forth iniquity. We do not want to be a people that produce evil and who are messed up in the head. In a way, it said they are empty-headed and thoughtless, they trust in empty words. Stay strong in doing what is right. Decide you will do what is right and seek what is right. Care about truth and following God's commandments. Be thoughtful and do good. Seek a relationship with our God, seek His face. Psalms 37 3 NKJV says, Trust in the Lord, and do good. Psalms 34 14 NKJV says, Depart from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. 1 Chronicles 16:11 NKJV says, Seek the Lord and His strength, seek His face evermore. Proverbs 11:27 NKJV says He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. If you seek to do good and keep God's commandments, you will find good things and favor. If a person goes looking for trouble, 
they will find evil. Lock into the power of God, God is able to help you, be content. 2 Samuel 22 31-34 NKJV says. As for God, His way is perfect, the word of the Lord is proven, He is a shield to all who trust in Him. For who is God, except the Lord? And who is a rock, except our God? God is my strength and power, and He makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer, and sets me on my high places. God is perfect and you can count on His words, so trust in Him. We are not God, but He can give us strength and can work powerfully in our lives. We can be firm and stable mentally through God and His words of truth. We do not need to be upset, but instead, be content. Shaul gives us some practical words on this topic. Philippians 4 5-7 NKJV, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Trust in God and pray, God is our rock with strength and power. We should understand the foundation of our faith from the Old Testament portion. Why should we be anxious? God is able to provide abundantly and can do more than we expect. Psalms 84:11-12 NKJV For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. God can give us grace and he will help those who do what is right. Those that trust in God are a blessed happy people. God gave Noah grace the Bible says and the giving of the Torah was an act of grace from God. The Messiah Yeshua came to give us grace. Our God is a good God of grace. Nawum 17 NKJV says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and He knows those who trust in Him. God is able to help those who have trouble, His ways keep us and guard us. By implication, He acts on behalf of those who trust in Him. Here are some more thoughts. There are sometimes worldly things that draw our attention in greater ways than we are drawn to God. I will look back on some of the things I thought were so important. Some of these things were not as much an issue of sin, but the feelings I had. At times, we can be led by feelings. Sometimes this is good, consideration for the feelings of others and for our own feelings needs to be considered. But our feelings can sometimes cause us to overlook evil when we should not. We are to identify evil, and we are not to accept evil. Life can produce challenges in this area. In most cases, a gentle approach is the godliest approach to life situations even if we do not feel like responding in that way. A gentle approach can often bring more resolution than a hard line towards a situation. Nevertheless, we must stand our ground spiritually. We always want to have a good attitude toward the things of God no matter what. Psalms 48 NKJV says, I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. We should realize that God's ways are not mankind's ways. That includes philosophy and also theology which is a branch of philosophy that interprets the Bible. Modern theology makes up man-made doctrine and takes the Bible out of its Jewish context. For example, they will take one mistaken doctrine, or one scripture taken out of context to form their man-made doctrine. 
they then form a wrong understanding of what the Bible is saying based on their mistaken idea so that they no longer have God's Word. Yeshua said their made-up doctrine is worthless and negates God's commandments, see Matthew 15. Made-up doctrine is worthless. Matthew 15 9 says, and in vain. They worship me, teaching his doctrines the commandments of men. Also, we need to stop interpreting the Bible with our own values or that of politics. I have heard people share political rhetoric as though it is God's word. Do not be offended by God. There are people who think that killing others who are a burden to society is God's will. What makes them think that thou shalt not murder has been done away with? They put their own politics and ideals over God's word. Be at peace in yourself and inspect what is drawing you toward something. Perhaps ask yourself why you are feeling that way about what you are being drawn towards. Using the third person can be helpful. If your name is Andre, perhaps you could say to yourself, why is Andre feeling that way? At one time in my life, I allowed football to control my feelings. I became heavily invested in the success of my team even though it had little to do with God. Sports are fun, but they are just a game. There are many ways in life where we can become emotionally involved over something that has nothing to do with our spiritual life. These things can be hidden to us because of our emotions. We need to be aware of what is driving us. Are our lives spiritually driven? Do we allow non-spiritual things at times to take precedence over our lives? Also, appearance is not everything. It is a good thing to take good care of ourselves and have a good presentation. It is not a bad thing, and it can be helpful in life. The desire to work at something and do what is right and godly speaks much more loudly than just appearances. That is because our actions tell others what we value. I should note though that dressing inappropriately can degrade who we are and our message. Always err on the conservative side. We are not trying to impress a small segment of deviant people. Proverbs 4:23, 26-27 NKJV says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life, ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left, remove your foot from evil. We are to be diligent to protect our thoughts. We are to not in any way be diverted from God's truths and begin to accept evil and sin in our lives. There is a lot of interconnectedness in life. What appears simple at first may have a lot of elements to it. We make one decision and that influences other areas of our life or the lives of others. What is most important spiritually? How will our decisions help us or others to walk with God? Believe in God and trust in His commandments. Do what is right and good. People will follow our attitudes and actions. Take one step at a time to develop a godly life. Make a concerted effort to make sure your decisions are godly. Watch out for impulsive acts that could lead to negative consequences. Make long-term decisions that honor God and be committed to doing what is right in all you do. This is how we love others, by keeping God's commandments. Yo Kanan said in 1 John 5 2-3 NKJV, By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments. And His commandments are not burdensome. Whatever we face in life, keeping God's commandments is the most important and loving thing we can do. Now begins our Torah study for today. 
This week is a double Torah portion, Tezria and Metzura. Metzura means leper. Tezria means she conceives. Its Hebrew root is Zara which means to sow. In Genesis 3, 15 the same root is used in translated seed which is a prophecy about the Messiah overcoming the devil through the seed of the woman, namely one of the offspring of Eve some day in the future. 2 Corinthians 11 3 NKJV says, But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted. Yeshua the Messiah has given us power over the suggestions of the devil. James 4 7-8 NKJV says, Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Even in Yeshua's time they understood that the devil was at the cause of some sin. The portion Tazria begins with laws concerning the birth of a baby boy. If a woman conceives a boy, he is to be circumcised on the eighth day. Shaul, Paul, taught that male babies should be circumcised in Galatians 5:11 NKJV, he says, I still preach circumcision. Adults did not have to be circumcised because of the danger involved. Yeshua said that saving life supersedes other commandments. Luke 14:5 talks about saving life even though it is Shabbat, a day of rest. The people of Shaul's time who were telling men they should be circumcised were putting new believers at risk and people were dying because it was dangerous to do at that time. The woman is to refrain from marital relations for seven days if she has a boy and for fourteen days if she has a girl. There is a forty-day period of purification if she has a boy, eighty days for a girl and she is to make a sacrifice for her purification. Often people are anxious about resuming activities after having a child. Why not be patient and listen to God? When someone has a skin sore, boil, burn, or sore on their head or under their beard that could turn czar rot, leprous, they are to be examined by the Kohen, priest, and the Kohen is to determine if they are leprous or not. The person can be isolated for seven-day periods to determine if they are leprous. Being bald does not make a person unclean. People with Tsar Rot must identify themselves by wearing torn clothes and by voice and live outside the camp. The Kohen will also examine clothing for Tsar Rot, leprosy, and if it is infected, the garment must be burned up. We see God's protection over women in the purification period for women following childbirth giving her time to recover. Also, there were many instructions given for watching out for leprosy. It shows us that the commandments of God are there to protect us and help us. We can learn from this that it is appropriate to not to spread disease and the idea of quarantine is biblical. We should always remember that God is for us and cares about people and we should care about others too. Back in the 1950s, quarantine was still practiced in order to protect others. Who wouldn't save the life of someone in their family if they could? I remember being in quarantine for a sickness I had when I was young. I didn't like it, but that is the right thing to do. Be patient and thoughtful in your approach to life. Years ago, some of the guys I worked with did not like wearing eye protection. If I had not been wearing eye protection, I would have lost an eye. A large piece of hot metal hit my eye protection hard. I often went along with my friends who did not keep the safety rules that protected me, but I am glad I had safety glasses on that day. These things were instituted to help protect life, so do not scoff at them. I was talking to my uncle one day and he said that another person at work had just died because of carelessness.
they were showing their equipment to someone, and they turned on the power while someone was working on the equipment. They now have lockout rules that prevent someone from turning on the electricity while someone is working on it. A note about leprosy and speaking evil. Mir Eam, Moshe's sister, was saying bad things about Moshe and ended up with leprosy. When she repented, she was healed. We know there is a connection between speaking evil and emotional problems and even physical problems. Often people who focus on the negative become sick or emotionally sick. The ancient rabbis saw a connection between speaking evil, la shon ha ra, and sickness in the Bible. They said that is it wrong to commit la shon ha ra, have an evil tongue. Shaul said, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things, Philippians 4 8 NKJV. He also must have believed that la shon ha ra, an evil tongue, was wrong. So, watch your attitude and what you say. I am not saying to be a Pollyanna and think everything is great when it is not. The Haftorah for the portion Tazria is 2 Kings 442-519. This portion in 2 Kings begins with the school of the prophets being miraculously fed. Then the captain of the armies of Aram, Naaman, is healed of Tsar Rot, leprosy. Naaman went to the king of Israel first and the king was despondent, but Elisha heard about it and told the king to send Naaman to him. Elisha tells him to dip in the Jordan seven times and he did so and was healed. Elisha took no reward, but his servant disobeyed Elisha and asked for the reward and he and his descendants ended up with the Tsar rot after he did that. We should remember that God wants obedience for our benefit. After Naaman put off his pride, he received healing from God. So put off your pride and do what is right. God knows what is best for us. Metzera means leper. This portion begins with the purification rites and offerings for someone who has been healed of leprosy. It then talks about a possible infection being in the walls of a house and what to do if they find an infection in the house. Part of the house may be removed or if it is a contagious czar rot, leprosy, then the house must be destroyed. People who are in the house also need to be observed for signs of leprosy. If the czar rot is removed and the house is now clean, then a purification ceremony is observed. The portion next talks about anything or anyone coming in contact with someone who has a discharge from their body and what to do about it, they are also unclean. This could be referring to gonorrhea and that is what the rabbis think. Those with gonorrhea are unclean until they are healed, and they must also make a sin offering. The portion talks about what to do if a seminal emission occurs, bathing after sexual relations, and a woman having her period. If a woman's discharge of blood lasts longer she will be unclean during that time and in both cases, it talks about how that makes other people or things unclean. An offering must be made for an extended time of nida, a discharge of blood. This is done so that they will not die for defiling the Mishkan, the tent of meeting in the desert, the tabernacle. Also, we should again see God's protection in these commands. In this portion, God again makes provision for the protection of the people from disease and can be applied to other areas of life. It is obvious that people with leprosy or a discharge could be contagious and cause others to be sick. We should remember that God intends good for us and not evil. His rules were never intended to burden us. Also, the Mishkan, the tabernacle, was to be a carefully guarded and revered place and no one with anything contagious was to come near it.
It was a spiritual picture to Israel for them to be a holy people. This can also be spiritual picture of us guarding our lives and spiritual walk so that it is pure and free from sin. Just like the temple was a special place, Shaul, Paul, tells us to glorify God because the Holy Spirit is in those who believe in Yeshua. We are temples with the Holy Spirit in us. First of all, note the context, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God, 1 Corinthians 6 9-10 NKJV. Then in 1 Corinthians 6 19-20 NKJV it says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price, therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The temple was to be an especially pure place and so are believers in the Messiah Yeshua. The Haftorah for Metzorah is 2 Kings 7 3-20. This portion tells the story of four lepers who said, Why should we sit here until we die and they went into the camp of the army of Aram and found it deserted because God had caused the army to flee with fear. They went back and reported it to the gatekeepers of the city. The king found that the army of Aram had fled and the people went and ransacked the camp. The man who had scoffed at Elisha's prediction was trampled to death at the gate. This story should remind us that God can use anyone if they are willing to start doing something for the kingdom. Sha'ul compares the believers in the Messiah to a body whose parts function together as they serve each other and the Messiah Yeshua. Also, we should be careful to have good attitudes about God. The man who had a negative attitude about what God was about to do ended up being trampled to death. We need and want truth, or we will end up with wrong ideas and wrong doctrine. Wrong doctrine will lead to our eternal demise. Some people think they can do whatever they want. Sha'ul said in Galatians 5:21 NKJV, Just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God and in Galatians 6-7 NKJV, do not be deceived, God is not mocked. Commandments, implied commandments, permissions, and other concepts. We can also understand commandments are being implied from other scriptures in the Bible. There are other possible concepts than what is shared here. There is a ritual uncleanness after a woman has children. She is not to eat of the sacrifices. She is not to have sexual relations for seven days if it is a boy, and for fourteen days if it is a girl. She is to give a sacrifice at the end of her uncleanness, forty-one days for boy and eighty-one days if she has a girl. Leviticus 12 2-8. A person with a skin condition is unclean and it must be determined if it is leprosy or not. Leviticus 13 2-6. Hair is not to be shaved from a discoloration of the skin. Leviticus 13 33-34. A leper is to live outside the camp, to keep their hair long, and tear their clothes. Cloth also needs to be inspected to see if it is leprous. Leviticus 13 47-50. Quarantine to stop the spread of a dangerous disease is a proper application of the commandment to live outside the camp. These are the directions for restoring the purity of a leper.
Leviticus 14:2-32. A house can be unclean and what must be done. Leviticus 14:34-38. A man with gonorrhea remains unclean and what to do about it. Leviticus 15:1-8. A man healed of gonorrhea is to present a burnt offering and a sin offering. Leviticus 15:13-14. A man having a discharge of semen while not having intercourse is unclean and what to do. Leviticus 15:16. A woman during her menstruation or when bleeding is unclean and what she is to do for irregular bleeding. Leviticus 15:19, 25, 28-30. Now ends our teaching for today. Thank you for joining us.